0: The governors uh, got together and said, look, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig.
1: Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a Hawkeye. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pot of Rosedale, a bronze pick full of hot takes. Big 10 championship week. Go Hawks. I'm Ben, Hawkeye fan. Here with Eric gopher fan Eric. Before we talk Hawk, exciting news for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're going to a bowl game. How are you feeling about that?
0: Uh, It's depressing and a bummer. It really bums me out that this is how the Gophers backdoor their way into a bowl game. So I'm just reading an article that talks about how Hawaii beating Colorado State uh, with a last-second 52-yard field goal meant that there were only 81 teams that had six wins. And so there's one five-win team that gets in, and it's the team with the highest academic progress rating, which happens to be the Gophers.
1: You're not proud of your Gophers for being a bunch of nerds who like to study? Or does that embarrass you?
0: I mean, it, it it's I guess it's a nice sort of tip to the hat of PJ that he's got his players, I guess, doing well academically. But to be the one five-win team that gets a bowl game is dark. Like, do you decline? I suppose you have to go. But you, I mean, he think...
1: probably has an incentive in his contract for bowl games that he gets to meet, you know, like, does he get a bonus for going to a bowl game? Even a five or seven? Yeah. Like he's going to turn down an extra 100K or whatever he gets.
0: But like, to, no? to, to pretend like this is some accomplishment is sad. It bums me out. And then, you know, you mentioned before we started recording, that also... All the goddamn quarterbacks on this team are leaving. Caliak Manis is entering the portal. The other backup DeVito guy is entering the portal. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback next it's year. Cole
1: Kramer. Yeah, we have next year's a mystery. Um, that that drama. Can we talk that drama a little bit? Do you think PJ came in and said, "Hey, Ethan, so proud of the work you've done here, buddy. You've done a great job," but. We are going to look at bringing some guys in. We want to have a competition. Do you think it was that kind of conversation?
0: No, I oh. think I think Kelly Akmanis said, Your offense sucks. Okay. I'm leaving. Like, I can't. And, and I, I don't think, I'm not saying he's justified in that because he sucked too. But I think it was more of the, I, I have no chance to succeed here because of the way you call plays.
1: He didn't think he had a chance to get better as a player. And so he, he did. Right. So the Gopher is offering that guy from, I think, New Hampshire. Was the result of PJ's like, oh crap? <laughs> yeah,
0: like I. I wouldn't I've be surprised offered. if it's if it took him by surprise. Okay, I wouldn't be shocked by that.
1: So it was that that was what you think caused it. Okay, so let's say Ethan finds a, a new. But oops. I mean, the other possibility
0: Bye. is PJ rubs him the wrong way, just like we've learned he does many people, and he's well, just like I can't I can't play with this guy anymore.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I mean. In general, you've got to assume P.J. gets his guys, but every once in a while there's probably somebody who's like, whoa, I thought this was just an act, but yeah.
0: you're like this we, all the time. I can't take this, man. This Before the season started, when we talked to Randy Johnson from the Star Tribune, we talked about how there was this story that came out that there were ex-players complaining about P.J. Fleck as a coach and some allegations that he bullied players and had some rating system, and if you had it, you could break the rules, and if you were below it, you couldn't. And lo and behold, they have a shitty season. I don't know. Maybe those things are related. It's hard to say. But if there's unrest and now the this quarterback who was supposed to be your future leaves, it's not a good sign for the program.
1: No. and uh, you I don't know, know what to think. Well, we all – I mean, we both thought uh, it was the game that Gophers would win. They def- definitely needed to win. And Wisconsin kind of just whooped the Gophers. It wasn't really even that close. It feels like they just severely. Well, it was outplayed. close.
0: The first half was close, and then the second okay. half they just kind of blew it open. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I guess that's a moral victory for you. Like, hey, they kept it close No, it's half. not
0: a. It's not a moral victory. They they got their ass kicked. You're right. Okay. Like. It's not a moral victory.
1: It was like it wasn't all that close in a the game they needed to have. It's 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 brutal. Um, I mean, you can go to a number. You can go to Twitter. You can go to a number of different places. To find some really see, dark thoughts see, for the goals. You're
0: enjoying you're enjoying this, and I ha- I really hate that. You, you don't want to talk about your team that's about to play for the Big Ten Championship. You don't want to talk about Kirk Ferentz. You don't talk about any of this because you're just you're loving you're loving this. And hey, you really, got now I Floyd. Was worth it. I, hope I hope you're pissing me off. I hope Floyd was worth off. it.
1: I hope Floyd was worth it. Was it worth it? But if you could go back in time and you change that call, which you think is the correct call, but let's say you go back in time and it's not overturned by the ref, Iowa beats Minnesota. Keeps Floyd, but Minnesota gets an exchange beat, say Northwestern, Purdue, and Wisconsin. Would you make that trade? Well, I don't see, you have to think ma- about
0: well, it. I do have to think about it. That's fascinating. I think I, I'd rather have this team not end the season on four straight losses and look hapless, and have their quarterback leave and the program look to be in complete disarray. I guess I would trade that for Floyd. I don't okay. know if that's the trade we're making, but.
1: I feels like the Gophers made a
0: thousand bargain. You're just enjoying this too much, and I I'm not, I not don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. Look, at, You can't see, if you're listening to this, you can't see the smile on Ben's face, but it's the biggest smile he's had all season long. He just can't wipe. It's like, why so serious over here? Heath Ledger, it's just, just smile. It's just
1: sports, man. It's just sports. Relax. Relax, Eric. It's just sports. You're taking it too seriously. You're losing perspective. Doesn't matter, man. It's just sports. Yeah, I, th- I think like, hey, they, you know, the dark Lord Beelzebub approached PJ and said, ah, what's your life the Floyd, finally? And PJ said, yes, I'll pay whatever it costs. And he
0: said, fine. And they got Floyd, and then that was it. Four straight losses. No, well, they beat Michigan State the week after. Oh,
1: sorry, I forgot that. I'm so then sorry. Then it
0: was four straight losses.
1: Got it. Okay, you got to beat Michigan State. And then you still got the bowl game.
0: Um. Well, it's funny. You know, I, I would just want to mention before could, we can stop talking about the Gophers. Nobody wants to hear that. Listening to this podcast, I think there are Nobody some Iowa
1: fans who would or, are yeah, just also enjoy,
0: enjoying it. Yes, that's true. But there's nothing more else to say. What is there? Do you want to dissect this more? How no, big but of a what, how this hot is, is
1: PJ's seat going into twenty twenty four at this point? I like. I think I think very hot. But is it a bull game or bust? Like, let's say it goes five and seven again.
0: Well, he's, a he's real bull book.
1: Okay. So he's got to he win at least six
0: games. If he doesn't win six games, yet. I think he's fired.
1: Because there's a lot of smoke for PJ. I mean, just yes. people are not they are there's no patience for this guy. And now it looks like it's just a, a fire sale with everybody getting out. <clears throat> there was a wide receiver recruit, recruit that decided to you know, decommit. I just looked like there was just all sorts of stuff going off the no, yeah, I, well,
0: the, And that's the thing, like with college football, when you start getting this sort of reputation or the team starts falling apart. There's no there's really no way out of the spiral. Like winning games works, but when and, you're not winning games, there's really no way to improve it from here except to get a new coach. And it's sad because he's been here, you know, the longest, I think since Glenn Mason, he's had the longest tenure, but it's not gonna get any better. Just just status quo it's not gonna get better. So well, this is this is what hurts. It hurts the Gophers, and it potentially hurts
1: Iowa. It hasn't yet badly. It has on the offensive side. Almost every wide receiver that's worth a damn has transferred out of Iowa in the last couple of years. We'll see what happens in the offseason. But Iowa, and probably to a similar extent, and the Gophers, this concept of being a developmental program is a lot dicier. Because in order for that to work, you're going to need guys to buy in and bide their time get better and develop from a guy who's maybe not great into one that is great. Now let's say eighth and caliak continues to develop and get, get better. And he could have done that in Minnesota. Well, instead, because of whatever reason he's going to transfer for somewhere else where he can have more media results or any guy that's a backup that justifiably wants playoff time or plaguing time can ditch. Um, I think it's a tough, I mean, the Gophers aren't probably going to bring in a ton of talent on the transfer portal or on the recruiting basis. Neither does Iowa, but Iowa well, you has got so
0: You would think someone with PJ's sensibility, his style and flair and love for the theatrics would work on the recruiting trail or would work for...
1: They require the a very part. specific kind of personality. Just like Kirk is able to kind of get his guys, and they're not the same guys that PJ gets. He, he finds the "Quote unquote blue collar guys, the underappreciated dudes, and and they work their way up and they feel disrespected. And despite the fact that Iowa's offense has been just attacked relentlessly, not a single defensive player who would justifiably be mad about how bad Iowa's offense is has said anything vaguely negative about the offense ever. No matter what the defense is always like, well, we could have done something better. And he finds these guys and it works. But PJ's got a, such a specific personality. Well, <laughs> there are just not a lot of people who can tolerate that level of energy and whatever, I don't even know how to describe it. Salesman nonsense. It's draining to be around that. It exhausts me watching him talk for two minutes. I'm like,
0: ugh, I can't take this guy anymore. You know what I mean? Like, Well, what I was going <laughs> to say is Sorry. he, I think what we're learning about him is that, well, one, he should have taken a better job after what the the nine-win season here.
1: 2019 was the peak. That's probably where he's sh- the most He should have left.
0: He should have left. Because then he could he probably could have had any one of those big jobs. He should have went for a bigger job. But I think what we're learning with him is we're at this point in in his tenure here where he's never really been. I'm just going back and looking at his how long he stayed with each program. So um, he was with Northern Illinois, head uh, coaching. Yeah, so he's with Northern Illinois for a year, Rutgers wide receiver coach. So he's with Western Michigan just for three seasons and then left to Minnesota. So basically that was his only real time. And all of a sudden he brought Western Michigan after three years, like this really great record. They weren't they the Rose Bowl or something like that. or uh, Yeah, they made some big bowl game. A big bowl game yeah,
1: game, yeah. Yeah, they had a perfect regular season and they only lost to like Wisconsin. Right. and then he the came here. Game.
0: And, you know, three years in here he was like, oh, wow. 2017, 2018, 2019. He's like, holy crap, like we got something here, and then it starts hard. Yeah. Then it starts falling apart, and like I think maybe we're learning that whatever it is that he can do only works for a few years, and then it kind of runs its course. So that's possible. It's a
1: lot. Uh, There are a lot of coaches that
0: do like the three or four year track. Like Matt Rule did that. He'd
1: be like three years, maybe three years here, and then 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 jump. Like that's where you can kind of do everything, get everybody installed have a really great season and say, look at what I did. But sustaining stuff is tough to do. It's just – it's tough to do. you got to – you're going to have years where all those talented players you recruited are going to just not be there or injuries or whatever.
0: Um, But, see, that would be fine. Like, I I could have taken this season if it was like, hey, we just got a lot of young guys. We we had all these guys through COVID and Tanner Morgan and all these – Ibrahim. And now it's a young team. We're starting from scratch. And we're going to get better. It's going to be a rough year. But it doesn't have the feel of that. It has the feel of like, like scrap together pieces from here and there. Guys that don't seem like they're gonna be around, just sort of biding their time. And obviously now you got guys leaving. It just it has the feel of a like shipwreck, not a not a like building block to something better.
1: Well, right. And the transfer portal I think makes that worse. If transfer portal weren't what it was, a lot of those guys wouldn't be able to transfer, and so they'd be like, well, like I gotta stay here and for playing time i mean i like the example for Iowa was a guy jay higgins who's now a first team all big 10 linebacker but he had to spend basically his entire career being behind um some really incredible linebackers and he just couldn't get playing time like behind jack Campbell, maybe probably the best linebacker kirk Ferentz has ever had um in his 20 some years and he really wanted to transfer but he never did and finally after all the coaching he got to play, he got to start. He's been incredible. He's the first team all big in. He's phenomenal. Leads the big Ten in tackles. He's great. Um Iowa's been able to keep a lot of those guys on the defense, not on the offensive side. I think the gophers could do that, and that would be a perfectly reasonable like approach. If you're just, hey, we've got to develop, we're going to have some lumps. But that's just not possible. Any guy that got has gotten better, I saw the gophers have a, a lineman that's transferring out that's played some, and maybe he's going to get bigger and better, right? It's you think about going from like, I don't know when the last time you've seen a high school football game. Has it been? Have you seen one recently at all? Not since I was in high school. So I've got a brother-in-law who's a head coach at a high school. And, uh, you know, guys on the offensive line in high school, they're big, but they're not gigantic. They look like normal humans who are just kind of big. But you have to get massive. You have to be so strong to be a really good offensive line. It takes years for most to develop and be that good. Yeah, there's some guys who come off the shelf ready to go. But the gophers aren't getting those guys, neither is Iowa, with like the occasional exception like Tristan Worfs was was an exception, but that just doesn't happen. Like the five star guy Iowa had last year, he got swooped by Alabama. It's just possible to keep. So I don't know, I think it's tough. and you're right that anytime it looks like the ship is sinking or you're just like, man, I can't stand PJ, it's very easy to to go elsewhere. And PJ's yeah Yeah. he's not ever gonna say he's not ever gonna say, hey we've got a young team, we're gonna make some mistakes we're gonna, I mean, that just doesn't seem his style. Like, to admit defeat going in the season, I don't know. That seems too much on the front
0: end. I, I think, and not to belabor the point, but I think for me the biggest issue is just there's no identity, like, on the field. There's an identity off the field with the roll of the boat and all that bullshit. But it's meaningless. But it doesn't Nothing. help you when the whistle blows and you have to actually play football. Like... There's no sure. there's no offensive identity. Are they a passing team, running team? Are they, what is it? I don't have no idea. Are defensively, I guess two years ago they were a pretty good defense, kind of stopped the run, but this year they got shredded by Northwestern, by any team they played. They got they, Iowa's the only team that didn't put up a ton of points, and Iowa didn't put up, put up a ton of points against anybody. Correct. So, uh, that, you know, I mean, even like Mason, at least Mason had like, like, I'm gonna have great running backs, and we're gonna just crush you with a run now that didn't always work and he didn't have a ton of success, but at least it's a little bit of an identity. You know, you're going to have good running backs and good offensive linemen. Sure. Uh, I, that's what I would love. like, are you going to bring in wide receivers and just air it out? I, okay, let's try that. PJ Fleck was a wide receiver. He played in the NFL or was on an NFL team for a minute. Like sure. Coach up your wide receivers, like get some, get a play caller who wants to throw the ball. It's just some kind of identity. I just that's the thing that bugs me. I was got an identity. It's boring as shit, and it's punting, and it's special teams, and bringing in a kicker who's never kicked before to win a game. Like play good defense, rely on your amazing defensive coordinator, and win games that way. It's it's, it's an identity. There's something you can identify with it, and you know every Saturday. Those are, the games that, those are the teams that are going to show up. In, in the second half, they're going to wear teams down, and towards the end of the season, they're going to wear teams down, and they're going to peak at the end of the year, and here you go. Big Ten Championship game.
1: Or you just so, wait for other teams to shit the bed. You wait for Nebraska to throw an interception right to a defender and then set yourself up.
0: For, I, I did you know. want to add, before I forget to mention, I was watching PTI today. And, uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, uh, Tony, Tony Kornheiser was saying he, he was just – complaining so much about the monday night football game the vikings and the bears about how it was just totally boring football bears won a game without scoring a touchdown it was what 13 to 10 or something like that and he was like it's basically he said it's it's as if kirk forense is coaching these teams he said it like that and then uh yeah and then they were talking about like he went through a bunch of NFL teams. He went through like five or six different teams that have terrible quarterbacks, and he said again, he's like, "It's the Kirk Ferentz Football League where all these teams punt and the yep.
1: quarterbacks are terrible." I'm telling you, it's Iowa like, has
0: become the. He's, he's de catching facto. strays.
1: He's catching oh, strays on It's, it's been going on for a long time. Anytime it's with the U.S. Men's Soccer Team, what was it uh, last year? I think where they just couldn't score goals. They had a really good defense, but they couldn't score. Iowa and Kirk Ferentz have just become synonymous with just excruciating good defense and excruciatingly bad offense. It's just that's just become the nomenclature. It's like the, that's what Iowa's known for. I guess they do have an identity. It's boring, it's it's painful, it's god awful offense, but you're gonna play really annoying defense and make the other team look as bad as you. Which has been Iowa's strategy and has worked in every game that hey was you're playing for the Big
0: Ten Championship on Saturday.
1: That's true. Uh that's true. Uh twenty three point underdocks currently. The line keeps shifting more and more to Michigan because I just don't think anybody wants to take Iowa, including me. Um it looks bleak, Eric. I have no hope. But should I have hope, what is the hope? What's the case for Iowa having a chance to win this football game?
0: I think it just you grind out you grind them to the to the point where they make a mistake. McCarthy has had games where he hasn't looked great. He's thrown some bad passes and they've they've had some low-scoring close games. Now Michigan does have a good defense. We saw them on Saturday grind Ohio State down and beat them pretty soundly. So,
1: mm-hmm. do you think Ohio State's willing to lend Iowa Marvin Harrison Jr. by chance? <laughs> What do you think? That, do you think they uh, hate Michigan enough to, to, to risk
0: Rennick, him? Do you think he might get a little frustrated trying to catch pass, passes from Deacon Hill?
1: Maybe, but I mean, I might only need to catch three passes for like 70 yards. That might be enough. Who knows? But I just think Ohio State might possibly hate Michigan enough. Like, hey, should we let her start out? I mean, wouldn't it be worth it if I was able to upset Michigan? Fine. I mean, lend, lend us your entire offense, other team, any team, your offensive coordinator. That's fine. Um, we'll just put IO jerseys on you for one game, just one game hires. Um, you no, know, it's – yeah, you need Michigan to make a lot of mistakes. It feels like Michigan has to have at least four turnovers minimum.
0: And you need a, sp- a special teams kind of – And, they, and that's like off the table Blo- because – A blocked punt or
1: – Yeah, it'd have to be a block kick because Cooper Dejean's not playing. And – okay. um, I, I don't know how to say his last name. Wegin, I think, is how it's pronounced. Love the guy, but he is no Cooper DeGene. Uh, so the idea of like a punt return is unlikely. They haven't been close to breaking out a kickoff return. So it's a bunch of fluky scores, and Iowa yeah. basically has to keep Michigan under like two touchdowns. Right. 17 point field. Like we saw what happens when Iowa goes against an elite defense. The Gophers are, not, are bad defense. Gophers are prep the worst defense in the Big Ten. Gophers give up six yards of play. Iowa gives up four-year. I mean, that's just, yeah, they, they give the most yards to play. The Gophers were really bad, and Iowa couldn't move the ball on them. Penn State, an elite defense. Iowa wasn't even – was one time kind of in the neighborhood of scoring, and then that was it, and it was awful. It was just like these games were – the second Michigan goes ahead, it's going to feel awful. That's what happened two years ago. It's was like, oh, Michigan scored a touchdown. Oh, it feels hopeless. Oh, now they scored two touchdowns. What's going to happen? Deacon yeah. Hill's going to throw the ball 35 times and throw three interceptions, and ugh, it's just going to spiral at that point. So it's going to be, I don't know. I can't. I want it to happen. Uh, it'd be exciting. I feel like th- this is, <clears throat> given a lot of the anti-Michigan sentiment, this is as much support as Iowa's likely ever to get in this game. It would be very, very funny to see Iowa defeat Michigan. Well, it would be the Big what? Ten West's only victory in the Big Ten Championship game ever. Nope.
0: It would be hilarious. And then it would also, so this is another thing they were talking about on PTI, is if Iowa wins, it essentially removes a Big Ten team from the playoff, right? Like, would be the first time ever, right? No Big Ten teams in there.
1: Uh, yeah, is there a scenario? Or you disagree? Oh, I don't know enough about the scenarios to know if there's a possibility of enough teams losing
0: for, like, Ohio State to get in. You know what I mean? Because like, I think Ohio State is, like, eighth now? Oh, seventh wow. or eighth, something like that? Seventh? 7th or 8th, they dropped a few spots. Well, I am mean, not sure. Like, Oregon is ahead, or yeah, Oregon's ahead of them, and they have one loss. I suppose they they could lose to Washington. Right. Um, that would help. I I mean, the there's a scenario, like, if Alabama beats Georgia, if Oregon beats Washington, that there's just a whole crap ton of one-loss teams that maybe right. then Michigan would have one of the would, best would, losses. Would Ohio State jump Michigan then? Potentially,
1: that's what you. I mean, probably not, but maybe it's just going to depend. A, a loss to but Iowa you know, is going
0: to be viewed as a bad loss. No way Iowa could sniff it. There's just no chance of two loss team. I mean, no, Big Ten, the Big Ten champs. Ah, that's that you would be such a bummer.
1: You, you can't make it. You there's you no know, way.
0: You know what? As a as a warring Gopher fan, the fact that the loss to them could potentially be the reason they wouldn't be in the college football. I mean, it is kind if of Iowa funny. Had beaten
1: the Gophers, ele- you know, if Iowa and their only loss is right Penn
0: State, and their only loss is Penn State, and they have a
1: victory over Michigan, then yeah, you could make sh- a they case. They should
0: be probably be in it. Yeah,
1: it would it'd be close. They might not,
0: but they, it, they'd they, be they'd knocking be, on the door. We talked as we talked last week. They'd be a top ten team right now. Yeah, they'd be a top ten overall. They, I, mean, I mean, they I could. Would guess they, they could have an argument that they should be ahead of Ohio State. Right now, if no. if, the, if oh. no if if they had oh. only had the one loss, yeah, sure to, to Penn State a month and a half ago, two months ago almost. So it's not a good argument, but it's one you could make. I mean, the when you look at Penn State's probably not
1: as good as Michigan, and the loss was worse because Iowa was clobbered thirty-one to nothing. I mean, it wasn't even a close game. That's the that's the counter argument. It's, it's not like Iowa fought valiantly and almost beat Penn State. It was a game that was over. Hey, but, Usually the way, those things, in the, third quarter.
0: the way those things worth is like over time, you know, like oh yeah, better to that. lose early than lose late. Yeah, that's true, right? No,
1: that's true. But the problem is just how bad Iowa lost, which is the. Is I mean, a it's a moot point
0: because it didn't happen. But it, if if it is the fact if if Iowa does win on Saturday and that's what keeps them out is that they lost <laughs> the Gophers, uh, I, I can't
1: well, say that's fine. I, won't, I I would not be upset. Iowa has not played well enough to go to the college football playoff. This wouldn't upset me. I would be so excited. For Iowa to win a Big Ten championship, it wouldn't matter. I wouldn't care. Basically, anything that happens after that is is whatever.
0: I mean, winning the but Big Ten title is huge. The one year the Big Ten champion doesn't play in the playoffs would be a bummer. And then I don't also, care. why do why like, should I care about other Big Ten teams? Why do, I don't care. If there were eight teams, you'd be in for sure. So you yeah, might even be in with 12. two losses. You know? Or, well, yeah, right. the,
1: yeah. If Iowa beats Michigan and there's twelve teams, then sure, Iowa's in the top twelve. If they're not. It's fine. It'd be it'd be amazing. I, I look for, if Iowa beats Michigan, I look forward to like the thirty for thirty in ten years or whatever on the team after Kirk's retired. They just talk about the you know the worst how, conference ever. How whatever did the this title. team
0: ever win the Big Ten?
1: It, that's what yeah, exactly next what it son, would be like thirty
0: for thirty.
1: Correct. Like this is the the worst division in college football history, and it'll just talk about these teams are terrible, and it'll like you know list all the QBRs. How did this team, which <laughs> A guy who completes like 45% of his passes, win the Big Ten. I mean, yeah, no, it'd be great. It'll be fun. Um, I mean, yeah, of course, I've got to revel in the gopher misery a little bit because I I can't be – I'm too much of a realist to be like, oh, it's – other than a Michigan meltdown, there's not really any other path I see to Iowa winning. I mean, it's just – Iowa is not going to be capable of playing offense even surprisingly well enough to win any kind of shootout whatsoever. They've got to just completely eradicate Michigan's offense. So I just got to just look at the Gophers who, I mean, I had to stomach P.J. Fleck holding Floyd the first time ever. So, yeah, I've got got to enjoy a little bit of misery. But, you know, it's been a long season. We finally reached the end over-unders. Should we revisit them one last time,
0: Eric? Yeah, let's go through them. I know you want to pat yourself in the back. So. No, it's 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 not as big of a blowout as you think. It's actually very very close. So let's
1: let's well, let's start by congratulating Eric Michael Lane. You didn't understand the Wisconsin hype. You said, "What's the deal with this Badger hype? I just don't get it." What's the Why deal are they with supposed the, to be good?
0: The air raid offense.
1: <clears throat> air raid, more like. Anti- points raid. Oh, sure, even better. Um, Wisconsin obviously struggled mightily. They did finish with the Gopher victory of the Gophers at seven and five. Well under the under. So that that's f- for you as well. Uh so congratulations. Northwestern.
0: Did you have the over on Wisconsin? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I had the over. You that's yeah. that's a point for you. People listen to you, they made money on a Wisconsin uh under bet. Northwestern obliterated the over. It was three games. They beat that by whatever two hundred and fifty they Seven games, second best team in the Big Ten West. West. Right? yes, exactly. That Gopher loss. I mean, that go for win wasn't wasn't so bad in hindsight. Um, an exciting game against Illinois to close out the season. That's another one you're right about. And the other one, uh, I mean, I'm really sad you're right about it. Is that that I got wrong was Ohio State. I I picked the under somewhat for fun, but Ohio State. It was ten and a half games. They had already clenched it by the time they played Michigan. They weren't really that close to even hitting it, other than the the Notre Dame game was the one they would have had to lose for the under to hit. I didn't. So congratulations to you. Illinois, you thought they would be good. You bought the Illinois hype. I did not. Illinois hit the under. They're 5-7, and not bowling. Their grade's not good enough to splant the Gophers. Eric, you're also a... Hawkeye hater. Eight and a half for the Hawkeyes. I picked the over. He didn't listen to John Steppe. He ignored him. He said, the Hawkeyes aren't going to win nine games. Balderdash, good sir. And overhead. Penn State, you remember what you picked for Penn State?
0: Did I go under for them?
1: Uh, you did. And after they annihilated Michigan State, they just hit the over for their 10th win. And they also didn't really come close to losing to anybody that wasn't Ohio State or Michigan. Um, the one, the tiebreaker is Purdue. Do you remember what you put for Purdue?
0: I probably had over on them. Yeah, I was, I was big on Purdue.
1: And it's the under hit. Nope. I didn't miss by a lot. They were four and eight, but, um, the over under was five games for Purdue and uh, the under under hit. Other than that, we agreed on everything else. We were both right about the Gophers. We were both right about Nebraska. We were both right about Michigan. Um, both wrong about Rutgers. Rutgers hit the over. Both of us right about Maryland. Um, I mean, if people listen to us, I think they did okay on the over-unders. Um, right about Indiana. We were right about Michigan State. We took the, we, we took the under in Michigan State was really bad this year. Um, especially losing their coach. So we did okay.
0: Um, don't think if i missed anybody here. So you got me by one, one game.
1: Correct. You were right on three. We disagreed on seven games. I got four. You got three. But overall, if somebody listened to either you or me, they made money. I think we were right more often than we were wrong as a a collective. Um, I mean, you know, we both predicted the Gophers would only win six games. So, I mean, we had six and six really going into that conference. It just was slightly worse than that. And, of course, it feels worse when you lose four games, just like Nebraska has been stuck at five wins for four straight weeks and they keep losing excruciating ways. And miss out on another bowl game.
0: Yeah, the Gophers feel a lot like Nebraska. Like, where is Nebraska right now? You know? Very... Well, after you didn't have the nine-win seasons, and yeah. you can maybe get there. Well, they've also won national championships in recent I mean, months.
1: 25 years ago
0: Dang. at this point. I was alive then, so. <laughs> yeah, you were
1: hanging out in middle school or whatever, high school. Um, but yeah, now they haven't even gone to a bowl game in like eight years. I mean, what were you doing eight years ago, Eric? What was your life like? Uh new dad. Yeah, real young.
0: Newish. Newish. Pretty new, yeah. I, I probably had just met you.
1: I don't, yeah, maybe would have been around that time. Would have been yeah. fall of 2015, around the last time. Um, no, but I don't feel bad for Nebraska. Nebraska needs to suffer a lot longer before I'll start to feel bad for them. Um. You're not gonna ever forget the re-evaluating where Iowa is as a program, and then firing both Lini and then just being awful post that hire. All right, need you to do it, Eric. Pick up. Don't, don't just pick pick the Big Ten championship game. Give me a final score. What's the final score? Iowa versus Michigan, the last Big Ten championship game, at least in its current format.
0: I'll say twenty-four to six.
1: Michigan. Whoa. Okay. So that's a cover for Iowa. Um, But not a particularly close game. It's it's excruciating. Michigan just pulverizes Iowa. Yeah, I think. And then probably just runs the ball a bunch. The clock ends, and. Yeah, McCarthy,
0: McCarthy throws like 12 passes or something like that. Okay.
1: Well, after your tongue lashing about my lack of optimism last week, I've been reconsidering my position. So here's how I think the game goes. I think it's Iowa 49, Michigan nothing. (laughs) 49 Uh, nothing. This is going to be like a remember the Titans situation. They're not going to gain a single yard of offense after the first drive. It's going to get shut down. And they're going to be so ashamed that the university is going to just shut down the program. It's not going to be, they're just going to be like, you know what? We're done. should there, be an asterisk, should there be an asterisk?
0: Like, are, Is Iowa already the de facto Big Ten champions because I of all the bullshit? I saw
1: something on Twitter, which just seemed... It seemed like just somebody is like, I, I want engagement on or X, excuse me, on X. Where somebody said, rumor is that, that the new data is coming to the NCAA or the Big Ten Conference, or coming to the Big Ten Conference from the NCAA about Michigan science dealing. And well, there's probably not going to be action... Any action taken, if there is, they might rule Iowa the de facto Big Ten championships. And it's like okay, it should. That That's, would be hilarious. That last bit was just speculation made of nonsense to just get, just to get Michigan fans but, angry. That will
0: never happen, but it, you could make the argument that, that this season. Well, you has talk about it. a satisfying win. Oh, that would be just so fun. They get drilled and then wait, wait, hold on. We're getting a ruling in from the yes. Big Ten commissioner.
1: Yeah, that would that would be gratifying. That would make me feel great. That's like your bull, it's, that's worse than your bowl game scenario. <laughs> it's, it's not
0: not all that dissimilar.
1: Well, at least yours is from like okay, something you did that's meaningful. Like, okay, our players are uh, high ac- academic achievers. This would be just nothing. I would have done nothing to deserve it. It's just be some or else somebody made a ruling. It would be the least great Big 10 championship that's ever been. Um And, you know, somehow, despite losing top two tight ends, quarterback, their best defensive player, and winning 10 games, Kirk is not the coach of the year. That goes to David Braun or whatever his name is at Northwestern, which I can't really be mad about because none of us thought Northwestern would win. It was going to be a shock if they won four games and they won seven.
0: It should go to Phil Parker. That's who it should go to.
1: Well, he's technically not a head coach.
0: Well, he still should win the goddamn award because... This season is a hundred percent up because of him.
1: Well, as is every season, it's like we'll get to speculate on who Iowa's new offensive coordinator. It's going to be an in-staff and it's going to be more of the same. But hey, I'd love to see Iowa with a decent offensive day. But all right, um, I don't have a real prediction. I, I can't be rational about it. I, I my prediction is going to be something awful. I'll do thirty-four to three Michigan or something embarrassing, and uh, you know, basically a version of what happened two years ago. It wasn't close. Then I don't think it'll be too close now. I'll be happy to be wrong. Um, but yeah, there we have it. That's the uh, to be our last podcast of the season. I don't think. Uh, I mean, who knows? I don't think we'll reconvene next week. Maybe, maybe if uh, Iowa wins, we'll have to do a quick one. I don't know if you're up for that, Eric. But if Iowa gets clobbered, I don't feel the need to come in and rehash a miserable game.
0: Most yeah, likely. thank you, everybody, loyal listeners, anybody that that st- stuck with us all season and tuned in. We had some good some good numbers, and uh, people listened, and we thank you for those of you that did. Yeah, we appreciate it. We will be back next year? Question mark?
1: Maybe. I think so. Uh, sorry, it's always this is always the worst time to ask when we've been doing yeah. it every week and needing a break. Um, let the dust settle. Let, let a break happen. Oh, but let's make this announcement. If you enjoy Eric and I's banter, we do have a movie podcast that has been on hiatus. Um, Pod of Dreams. We basically just review whichever movies we feel like reviewing and take turns picking. So if you like more of that, look for Pod of Dreams, iTunes, yeah. Spotify.
0: Stay, stay on this uh channel or yep. stream or whatever they call it. Yeah, I you'll know. be able to
1: access it. you subscriber. Yep, yeah, those episodes will start dropping in January. We are going to take a December hiatus here, um, barring a miraculous Big Ten win. Even if Eric doesn't join me, I will just record a pod and just be me going yippee, and then full stop. But thank you everybody for listening. We appreciate you giving us your ears. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Woo!